Welcome uh, to episode 233 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It is uh, Tuesday, people. Uh, Tuesday, the 27th of July, July 20, uh, 2021, 2021. Let's get it right. Let's get it right, Al. We're not Americanized, are we? Here, yeah? It's not 2021, it's 2021. There we go. Um, I hope you're doing well out there, people. Um, getting through everything, starting to return to normal, isn't it? Is it? Don't know. Don't know where you're listening from. So, you know, it may be chaotic. It may be some sort of dystopian future, Mad max style uh, environment you're now living in, you know. You might be listening to this having, you know, halfway through tucking into a squirrel that you had to um, brutally beat to death with your own bare hands just so you you and your family could survive. I don't know. Who knows? But um, uh, things seem to be returning to normal a little bit in um, in old Blighty here. Hey, um. I have uh, I have spent the last two days. This is what I'll tell you about. Uh, I've spent the last two days trying to get in touch with my scarlet fucking pimpernel solicitors. They seek him here. They seek him there. Fucking hell, Jesus. Her there, it should be. Um, it's making me more and more misogynistic, uh, having a uh, female solicitor who's fucking useless. Um, but I'd be saying the same thing if it was, you know, if it was a trans woman, uh, <laughs> if it was a guy, uh, so um, uh, yeah, I had to, uh, I had to do that thing uh, where you have to send a shitty fucking email, and not to go into uh, uh, Louis C.K. territory on this. I don't mean masturbating in front of you. I mean um, uh, with regards to uh, his material on it. But fuck me, Jesus. I had to list down everything I need to know, everything they're not doing. I haven't been able to get in contact with them for the last fucking two weeks. Because what you do, you ring up and then some fucking twat answers the phone. And you say, oh, I want to speak to, uh, and then you say your solicitor's name. And uh, yeah, no problem. I'll just put you through. And then they just put you through to a ring round answering service where obviously the phone rings and the nearest person who's free very much like a call centre scenario, I imagine it. All sitting in their little pods there. Um, and then you leave a message for them to ring you back. And obviously, as we know, with anything, people, these days, 2021 in this fucking country, I blame the immigrants. I don't at all. Um, uh, like anything in this fucking country. Um, you try and talk to somebody and uh, they you leave a message and they never fucking ring you back. So for two weeks, I've been ringing every day. You know, I'm surprised she's not been triggered at the minute by the fact that I'm fucking stalking her via phone. That'll be the next thing that they say. Uh, I feel intimidated by you uh, ringing me all the time. So, well, it's all right. You're not fucking actually speaking to me. What are you intimidated by? The fucking messages coming through with my mobile number on saying, can you ring me with an update? Because um, 
I was meant to be moving on the 9th of July. That was the initial date, right, they gave me uh, for the initial move. Sorry about this. I seem to be going on about personal issues uh, at the moment of, uh, you know. I feel like you're, like the latter stage of Lenny Bruce's career when he'd just go on stage moaning about, like, uh, being arrested and everybody said he'd let... Um, let it slide uh, because all he went uh, did apparently was go on stage and talk about um, how he'd get arrested and then he'd get arrested that night for using profanity and stuff. Um, I feel like that at the moment. It's all I've been talking about to people. Hey, how's the move going? Don't fucking, if you've got an hour, stand in that spot for a fucking hour and I'll tell you all about it. I'll tell you about the disappointment I am going through at the moment, with, by the way, with solicitors I'm actually fucking paying for. You know, they're not doing it out of the goodness of their heart. It's not like some sort of, you know, charitable endeavour that they're running there. I'm paying for this fucking service that I'm not fucking getting. Well, eventually paying for it anyway, when you sell the house. They're not going to let that slide for fucking... Two weeks, are they? Without any contact. Oh, there's all your money, Mr. Briggs. Oh, don't worry about our cut. We'll just have it in two weeks' time. It's fine. So I had to write a shitty email. And I said, look, if you don't fucking respond to this email, I'm just going to basically, if you haven't responded by close of business today. That's what I did. I got all shirty. Close the business today. Do you know? I was. It was essentially an email saying, "Do you know who I am?" Well, that's good. Can you? Because can you tell me? Because I've been. Uh, <laughs> I've been struggling for many years. Who is Ben Briggs? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I fell short a little bit of um, uh, saying uh, the. Do you know who I am? I'm paying for your fucking services. You. She'd probably go, no, I've, I've never heard of you, mate. Uh, stand, at, stand at what? Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, it's been a fucking ball ache. Uh, just trying to get hold of people. So I sent this email off. And then, uh, because what they'd done at one point was um, uh, they'd, um, there was questions that came through and queries that came through from my buyer solicitors. And what they'd done was they sent them through and then the woman hadn't, my solicitor hadn't done anything for about 18 days on it. And then all of a sudden she goes, oh, I found those questions because I'd nailed her down and said they sent on this date to you. I know this for a fact because I've seen the email. They've sent it through to me. Oh, it was in my in my junk mail. All right, sweetheart, that old chestnut, eh? That old chestnut, isn't it? It's 2021, and you know, it's not like email has just been invented, is it? If you're waiting for something to be sent through, and I've said it's been sent through to you, are you not even vaguely curious about having a look in your fucking junk mail for it? You know. And I was nice about that. I said, okay, so this is going to get done now. I haven't heard from them for about two weeks. Now it's in your junk mail. And then she had the audacity to answer this email and basically make out as if I'd sent the stuff back late. 
She said, well, the things were sent off, but we didn't receive them from you until the questions that we needed you to fill out until, and it was like 19 days later. And I was like, yeah, that's because they were sitting in your job. I didn't even respond on email. I just like, yeah, because they've been sitting in your fucking junk mail for 18 days. It took me a day to do the questions and I sent them right back. There's your 19 days, sweeter. But because what I did was essentially grass her up to um, uh, everybody else in the company, I just I was that desperate. I just went on the website. Every email I could find for the people who own that company, the people who run the company, the people who are uh, managers, I just copied all of them into it as well. There you go, bitch. There you go. Going to ignore me now? I don't think so. She little Boss is fucking whipping your little ass, aren't they? Um, and then you start reading the horrendous reviews. These were, these were, don't ever do this, by the way. These were solicitors that were allocated to me by my estate agents. And I thought, oh, great. If it's all in-house, but it's not, they just farm it out to any fucking random company who's on their list. And they don't give a fuck because it's cheaper. They're not getting paid as much. So they put you to the bottom of the pile. Don't ever do that. Pay a little bit more for your solicitors. Don't be a cheapskate like I got old Benny boy. Trying to save them pennies. Spend it on, I don't know, trainers or something. I don't know. Little bit of tea there. So she sent back basically saying it was my fault. <laughs> what a cunt. Nobody accepts responsibility for anything. Do they? These days, nobody, everybody's trying to get out of it. Everybody's trying to get out of the shit that they've fucking created themselves. Nobody ever, you know, unless they've got something to lose, some sort of apology that needs to be made. (laughs) That will save them a sponsorship deal because they've fucking gone AWOL on the racism on Twitter. Yeah, so, um, I don't know. Uh, it annoyed me anyway. That was the uh, that's the point I'm trying to make, people. So I've been chasing that, getting nowhere. You know when you just suddenly realise, you just think there's literally nothing I can do. I can't even. I bluff basically. I bluffed, and she called me out on it. And there's fuck all anything else I can go. She sent that email. I said like email me through the next uh, before the end of business today. Or I'm going to uh, be getting new solicitors. She sent the email through at 7 o'clock at night. And you know, as well as I do, she sent that email just as she's going home, closed down her computer and thought, I'll deal with the, this shit tomorrow. I'll deal with this fucking asshole tomorrow. And ignore his next emails that he's going to send through as a response to that. So I called him. I didn't, I, I didn't even respond. I just let it hang like some sort of death threat hanging over her that the email is going to come through saying a bullshit. And it was just like absolute bullshit that she sent through about like the stages and how long it had taken and that it took 19 days to get these questions back. Yeah, because I was sitting in your fucking junk mail, which they weren't. I know they weren't. Don't try and play me. I know how fucking emails for business work. You know what I mean? Even if they're sitting in your junk mail, when you go into your email, you'll be able to, you know, you're not even vaguely curious. 
when there's a like a little number next to your junk mail or is your junk mail that sort of like chaotic that you don't delete it all the time in which case get more professional sweet up i don't know i'm annoyed by it anyway um yeah yeah she just sent the fucking email and then when i'm I know it. She'd been working on that all day because she'd listed it all out and that sort of thing. Instead of fucking listening, listing that response, why don't you take the time to give me a fucking call, explain what's going on, then you wouldn't have to fucking write that email. But now, nobody wants any confrontation because everybody gets fucking triggered by everything these days, don't they? Nobody wants to speak to you because they just somehow can't, you know, deal with any vague amount of confrontation these days. So they do it the shit fucking coward's way of sending an email. Which I understand I you're judging me for having sent an email, but I couldn't really speak to her on the phone. It's the only way I could get in touch with her, by sending an email to her and every single email address at that fucking firm. Cocksuckers. And then you read the... Um, uh, I had a look online and read some of the Google reviews and they're just like, oh, no response. No response for weeks. Don't care. No response. Took ages. And I'm like, oh, fucking hell. Jesus, this was a mistake. This was a big mistake. I should have paid more money, Benny boy. Yeah? You get what you paid for. That's what they say, isn't it? Let's have a little bit of tea. So I've been, uh, seriously, I can see why people, like, you know, go into uh, offices and just, like, fucking brutally kill people in America. I can see that. I can, I, I can, I can see that frustration. You know, what you're meant to do, camp outside, they're based in Cardiff, I'll have to drive down to Cardiff, get myself a tent, camp outside, get myself some paints and a fucking banner. You know. And they'll probably go in the back entrance and completely miss me. What's that guy doing out there? What's he protesting about? You, you cunts. <laughs> anyway, that's been my life. That's what they say, though, isn't it? Like, moving house is one of the most stressful things you can do. It shouldn't be. I have no chain. The guy buying it from me is a first-time buyer, and I'm not buying another place. You know. It's done and dusted, isn't it? That's it. What? Six weeks? Something like that. Boom. Stamp it. Oh, but we're really busy at the minute. I know. And that must be bad for you. So why take on the work? Why take it on? That's what she said to me at one point. We're just really, we're really busy at the minute. Don't take it on then. Send it to a solicitors who are actually going to give me some sort of service for my fucking money. Yes, I'm not paying as much as I should be. I'm paying about 400 quid less. But that 400 quid, you know what I mean? Does that get me a quality service, does it? I don't know. And other people I know are moving house at the minute as well. That's the the annoying thing. Because you can see theirs progressing more than yours. And you're just like, oh, for fuck's sake, man. You know. I want to go now. That's the thing. It feels like I'm in limbo a little bit. Everything's in limbo. Here we go. Anyway. 
Talking of things being in limbo, I did a gig the other day. That was nice. When was that? Sunday night, wasn't it? Sunday night, did quite a nice little gig. I'm still working on new stuff, trying to stay out of doing paid stuff because I know, um, I know uh, I, I haven't got 20 minutes at the minute um, to do a paid gig, which is worrying. <laughs> Not like 10 20 minutes nailed, you know what I mean? Where you're like, you know, I've got this and I'd have to bring in some of my old stuff. And I don't really want to do that because it's just lame. Uh, or seems to be lame. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, but I did a new material night um, for Shamsaman. 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 Um, which was a nice little gig in a little cafe thing. I think I've done the gig before. Let's have some tea. Hang on. I think I've played that venue before. I'm sure I have. I forget the name of it now. Uh, already, already forgot the name of it. It was a tap house or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, I recognise the toilet. I didn't recognise the place when I went in there. I am a connoisseur of toilets. I always seem to get to a gig and need a shit. Um, sorry to be uh, so, um, uh, you know, uh, which is the worst thing in it. So you have to, you have to prepare for that. So in my little like bag that I take to gigs with me and my little gig bag, I've got some of those fucking wet wipe, fucking moist toilet things just in case they haven't got any toilet paper in the fucking venue because the amount of times that's happened is unbelievable. And then you have to like go to the bar or go to the fucking venue manager and say, oh, is there any time chance I um you've got any loo roll at all or anything like that? And they know, obviously, from that. You might as well just go up and say, look, I need a shit. Have you got a T-shirt or something? I can borrow just to clean myself off on before I go on stage. I don't know what that is. That must be a... I think that goes back. Needing a shit goes back to when I used to play football years ago. Always used to need the loo. Properly, as they say. That's what they say, isn't it? If you're being... did you go? Did you go for a wee or did you go to the toilet properly? I went for a proper wee. That's all right. Um, you know, nobody really says in polite society to do that. You go for a shit then. Um, yeah, so um, that goes back to football. I always needed a. It must be a nervous thing. I don't know what that is. Maybe it's like the octopus sort of like defense mechanism coming out of me. I might have a bit of octopus in me somewhere. Octopus DNA popping around in the old body. But maybe that's like a nervy thing. I always used to get a bit nervous before football games as well. You used to handle it, but like, you know, like gigs, you always, you want it to go well. You're an, uh, you're not anxious about it. Like, yeah. apprehensive about gigs. But um, maybe that's it. That apprehension just, you know fight or flight and uh, it's my body it, it has decided in fight or flight well if you're gonna if you're gonna fight you're gonna have to be a bit um you're gonna have to be a bit light to me old booty <laughs> get rid of some of this excess like used up food inside yourself i don't know um but uh the gig was nice 
I ran through some new stuff. There was uh, a few people there. Um, uh, it was always it's always nice, but also a bit strange. Uh, Hannah Hannah was there as well, so we're both gigging on the same night. Um, which, when you're doing new stuff, you don't really want your partner in the room. Really, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Um, I always stand outside when she's on stage, and she uh, does when I am as well. Although. Um, Always seems to uh, listen and comment on <laughs> after the gig. Um, that bit sounded all right that you did there. I thought you were meant to be outside, lady. Hmm? Here we get my new material. Hmm? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Judging me. But um, yeah, it's always a bit weird because you know somebody so well and they know what you're trying to achieve by doing a bit of material and you've you've more or less spoke to him about it before as well and ran through it you know um it's just weird you don't want to the only thing is because it's new material you don't want to die on your ass in front of somebody you're dating that's 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 the thing i've heard horror stories about uh comedians taking new girlfriends to a gig ah why would you do that for and then dying hideously on their ass. <laughs> Isn't it? That's what you do. You just, you know, you're tempting fate there. I always think you're tempting fate a little bit. If you uh, if you start dating somebody and um, you drag them to a gig with you, you're tempting fate that you're going to fucking die on your fucking hole in front of them. And then look like a twat. And they're never going to understand. They've never done stand-up before. They think, you know, because there's always that thing with it. Where if you do die on your ass, you can just take it. And people seem to think it mentally destroys you. Because it would them. You know, dying on your ass for, you know, a normal civilian who doesn't do stand-up is the most horrific thought in the world. Whereas if you do stand up and you've done it like for years and years and years, over the space of those years, you're going to fucking die on your hole a lot. If you gig a lot, you're gigging four or five times a week. Just by the sheer odds of it, you're going um, to die on your ass quite a lot. And you learn how to take it. But other people who don't do stand-ups don't seem to be able to wrap their head around that. And they say all the wrong things. Or they'll try and say, oh, that was, you know, are you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, that happened to me like last week. (laughs) That happened to me last week doing the same material. And I still aren't, still haven't learned doing the same stuff and it'll probably happen next week until I get it to click. But there's something there because they think that you're all of a sudden just going to cut that material out of your set because it hasn't worked once. They don't realize that you can make that material work. There's so many variables to it. And when you get it, oh, when you get it and you just go bang, right, got it. Okay, I need to do it that way. Or I need to be a little bit easier in this bit. And then I can bring in that fucking harsh bit. I don't know. Anyway, it was a nice gig. 
That's 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 the point I'm making. He's in a little cafe. Not many people there. Ideal new material night. Just to um, run through a few bits and um, and uh, and it went all right to be honest. Let's have a bit more tea, hang on. And it went all right, so I was quite happy. So you you sort of like build it from that base, and then you can start expanding your ideas a little bit because you're going up there fairly. I went up there fairly unprepared. Stuff written up on a bit of paper that was in my pocket. Stuff written on my hand, and. Um, just go up and talk about what you've been thinking about with regards to that stuff and um and then from there now you're like oh that the core idea is there i just need to flesh out some more ideas and what i think about that and maybe you know expand it in this direction to encompass another topic and then you know that's it it's more opinionated you know it's not hey guys do you What's all this fucking flip-flops about? You know, flip-flops? Hey, what is it? You know, we don't call... We call them flip-flops because they fucking flip and flop. The noise they make, you don't, you know... Other footwear, you don't call them by the noise they make, do they? Football boots aren't called click-clacks on fucking concrete. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Somebody's uh, so somebody will be listening to this now, going, mm, "That's shoe material. There's something in that. There's something in that flip flop material, man. That's it, isn't it? That's it. Somebody going out on the circuit doing stuff about flip flops. Hey, you don't call anything else you wear like that, do you? Don't call mittens fluffy fluffs." I don't know. I don't know, people. I don't do really, uh, I tr- you know, I try to stay away from that sort of material. More opinionated stuff these days, baby. I've been, you know, I've been guilty of that in the past, trying to um, trying to satisfy other people, thinking you know what the audience wants to hear. You know, when you first start off, that's all you want in it. All you want is to get laughs. So you're doing material that you think, you know, um uh yeah you you watch other comedians and you see them doing well and then but like i i'm not going to lie to you people after about 14 years into doing stand you get somewhat jaded by seeing you know thousands of similes used in a um in a you know the same formulas the rule of 3 I must have three punchlines. You know, here's a pullback and reveal. Here's a callback to some fucking material I did earlier. Round of applause from the audience for them remembering. I don't know. Anyway, maybe I'm being a bit harsh there. Maybe I'm being a bit harsh, but I don't think so. Anyway, um, we're almost there for this episode, people. It's been a bit of a moany episode, isn't it? You know? Moaning about fucking solicitors, Jesus. That's going to bang on. I tell you, that is going to bang on, isn't it? Nothing's ever easy. Nothing in my life seems to be easy. Do you ever, do you ever like, think that you see other people and everything? Hey, that's my privilege, man. Um, 
But I just know, you know what I mean? At the back of my mind, I just know this is going to drag on. I want to be out of here by the end of August. That's not going to happen. It was meant to be the end of July. That's what we initially went for. The initial date was the 9th of July. And as a as a halfway house, I went, oh, what about the end of July? Let's not rush it and stuff like that. Okay, no problem. Well, let's aim for the end of July then. Hello? Hello? <laughs> you can't get hold of them, isn't it? Hey, uh, are we still on for the end of July? Hello? Hello? No? <laughs> Uh, sorry, I think we got cut off there uh, for a moment. We were talking about the end of July and... Uh, be... uh, I take that as a no then, me old booty. Um, what are we on? 29 minutes, people. Holy shit. We've got a minute to fill. <laughs> till we get until, until that... Um, uh, until that half an hour that we always seem to stretch for. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to try and um, uh, stretch these out a little bit longer once um, once we get moved into the new uh, uh, into the new place because we've got a spare room. So we're going to set up a podcast studio. I know, sounds good. So we're going to set that up and um, and do some more stuff and more recordings of different bits and bobs. I think. Which is exciting. This is a thing, you see, because your life's on, my life's on hold at the minute. Because I'm still here, but half of my shit is up in Birmingham. The rest of my shit is down here. More than half of my shit is up in Birmingham now. When I sent my uh, um, sofa and everything up there, it was nice of Hannah to be sending photos of herself relaxing on the uh, nice comfy sofa as I was <laughs> sitting on a fucking garden chair. But you feel like you like your whole life's, uh, you know, your life's on hold a little bit because you're waiting. You know, I'm still working in the day, um, early morning, um, to pay for the mortgage on this place. But as soon as this is, you know, uh, been sold, I'll have a bit of money left over. So uh, don't try and rob me, people out there. Um, shouldn't have said that over the internet, really, should I? <laughs> people in India and. Scan back to the episode where he uses his mother's maiden name. Has he ever mentioned his first pet on the podcast as well? Here we are, into his bank account. Anyway, that's it, people. That is episode 233 of the Ben Briggs podcast. If you want to contact me at all, not asking for PIN numbers or that CVV number or whatever it is on the back of your card, you can... Contact me at uh, podcast at benbriggs.co.uk. I will be back on Saturday. It's Tuesday today, isn't it? Uh, I will be back on Saturday, motherfuckers. Have a good rest of your week. If you're a solicitor out there, maybe think about how you treat people who are paying your fucking wages, you cunts. Um, Have a good rest of your week. I'll speak to you on Saturday. Take care.